0: Welcome to this episode of The Allied Show. Uh, today, I am joined by Luke, uh, the founder of Soul Alive. Hey, Luke. Hey, mate. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. Um, thanks for joining me. We've, um, we've got a bit to kind of get through, and I, I feel like maybe let's start um, what is Soul Alive. Let's kind of mm-hmm. go there, and then we might run back to where it all started.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, first and foremost, thanks for inviting me on. I'm, I'm looking forward to this chat and uh, seeing where it goes. Um, Solar Live, in, in a nutshell, we'll start with that, the very short version, and then I can maybe elaborate a little bit. But in a nutshell, Solar Live is what we like to consider a virtual meditation studio. So it's where we deliver live stream meditation and mindfulness classes online. So, the way I like to kind of see it is the it's a bit of a meeting point between the, the meditation apps that are kind of out there at the moment and like a yoga studio. So, we're kind of trying to bring both parts, the good parts of both sides and trying to fill in that gap where I think both of those sides aren't quite fulfilling on. So, yeah. That's yeah, kind of our sweet spot, what we think anyway.
0: <laughs> yeah. When where did you kind of get started in the, the meditation space? How did that begin?
1: Yeah, so I originally got into it in my early 20s. So that's probably going on about 15, 16 years ago now. And I unlike most people, I think the reason why they get into meditation is is usually got something to do with solving a particular emotional need or, or a problem, which is totally fine and understandable. But for, for me, I actually got into it more to use for my work and to help me with my work. So productivity, feeling more clear and focused with my work because at that time, I was quite career-focused and driven as most people are in their you know, early 20s and I was looking for that edge. Mm-hmm. So I actually used it originally as a, a productivity tool um, and found it did help me focus more and I felt clearer. I wasn't procrastinating as much throughout the day. Um, so that was the original reason. And then about five years into my practice, a series of things happened within my personal life where it kind of all imploded as it, it, at some point in everyone's life that tends to happen, just a, you need to go through it. Mm. Uh, and, and that's when I really turned to it on a more of a, a deeper emotional probably more spiritual uh level and yeah and then going through that that's when i was like okay this is something that i really need to invest more in and and want to share more with other people and that's kind of led me to on this journey now of where i'm at
0: yeah and i i read somewhere um a one-way ticket to india was involved
1: yeah so just 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 after that sort of personal it wasn't quite a breakdown, but it was close to it. Yeah, um, yeah I, I was like, I, I needed to just get out of here. And yeah, that, that led me to a bit of a eat, pray, love moment, if you want to call it, you know, a bit of a sabbatical. Um, and it was it was all very, I, I hate to say it, but it, it was very meant to be. Um, hmm. You know, I was sitting on my couch watching Netflix and just drowning in my sorrows and just freaking out, what am I going to do? And I remember um, watching this documentary, which popped up, and there it was on Ram Das, which is a he was a um, meditation, mindfulness philosopher from America, but he went over to India in the early seventies, uh, late or late sixties, early seventies, came back and kind of really introduced a lot of the meditation mindfulness practices into the West. And uh, I was watching his documentary. And he went to this place called McLeod Gange in North India. And my surname's McLeod. And I was just like, oh, this is too trippy. This is so. It's meant to be. It's meant to be. Yeah, one of those moments. So I literally just booked a one way ticket then and there. Um, and within a week, I was on my way over to India. I'd never been there before. Uh, went to McLeod Gange, and that is where the um, Dalai Lama is in exile. And he has a meditation center there called Tushita. And I pretty much just I stayed there with an Indian homestay, so just with a local Indian family, and just immerse myself in the learning the culture of meditation, mindfulness, um, within yeah that space. And mm. yeah, that and then I came back from that, and as I said, that's where I just wanted to then share and and make it my life purpose to introduce it to as many people as possible from there.
0: Yeah, and so bringing that back and bringing that experience back, um, into, let's say corporate Australia, uh, how now we're looking at an industry where we've got burnout everywhere. Um, uh, we've got people who are like, more disconnected than ever before. What type of work, um, do you do like within the corporate space? Do you mm. working with professionals and how, how can they benefit?
1: Yeah. So that? Sure. Yeah. So my background before I was full-time meditation mindfulness, uh, I was working with a high growth um, startup and it was in the education industry or vocational uh, education. So we we dealt with a lot of businesses, particularly at that SME stage and providing them advice, uh, business structure systems around helping them grow their business and how to make it more systemized and profitable. So, I was able to kind of go back to the network that I had developed there and say, hey, here's something which I think a lot of businesses aren't really prioritizing or considering, which is this element around bringing mindfulness into their workplace. And it has so many benefits to to a workplace. And there's great research and study out there now which supports this. Uh, around not only helping everyone to be a little bit more calmer and um, composed, but also from a more of a performance side. And so that's really the angle which I, I went in with because I think this is probably about five, six years ago when I went into the corporates, uh, there was still a fair bit of hesitancy there. They, they, you know, the whole meditation mindfulness was still kind of a little bit woo woo. And it was like, ah, nah, you know, that's for hippies. Yeah. So I, I, I took more of an angle of, well, actually, it's a performance tool. I mean, coming back to the original reason why I got into it and um, sharing a lot of stories around high performers, particularly in the corporate sector, that I found out were regular meditators. So the likes of Steve Jobs, um, uh, Warren Buffett, these guys who are at the best of their field in business regularly meditated so it's going in and it's kind of meeting them and at their level and rather than positioning it as hey here's something which is solving a problem it's actually well here's something that can actually make your team and yourself perform better so that's the way i kind of approached it pitched it to the corporates and it worked well fairly good there's again still a little bit of resistance but over time particularly in the last uh Year or two, it's become more mainstream, so it's a little bit more easier to kind of get your foot in the door now with the corporates. And uh, but that's that's the that's the story.
0: Yeah, yeah. I feel like anyone who's working at a certain level or wants to get something more out of themselves, I find even with myself looking at the type of books I would read were purely focused on what value can I get from this. There's no type of I would never read anything for enjoyment. It was always, mm. what can I learn? What can I learn? How can I be better? So feeding into that mentality of, you know, what mindfulness and, and meditation, which I'm not totally on board with yet, to be honest, I, I haven't tried it. That's, I, I haven't knocked it. I haven't tried it. I, it just hasn't even been on my radar. And yeah looking at it from a different perspective, like you've just told me, it is way more enticing from a, uh, you know, to hit my personality type because it's like, you know, how can you be better? How can you be more efficient? What can you do? How can you use this tool to, you know, become, you know, your vision can be like a lot more aligned. So I feel like that Mm. that hitting the corporates uh, makes a lot of sense. Um, So I'm not surprised at that that worked
1: yeah and and uh, that's something that i'm really passionate about is trying to uh, normalize it in some way and make it a lot more relatable to people who might have written it off in the past or have had a an experience with it which wasn't you know really for them um they're they're the people that i really want to reach because i often think that they're the ones that need it the most as you kind of touched on like so many people are so burnt out right now and with covid and coming out of that uh i really want to reach people who need it And I, like that's the reason why i don't really spend much time with other yogis if you want to call it like that or or meditators you know like i i would way prefer to be sitting in a uh in a boardroom with a bunch of suits um Helping them and having a conversation around it and try to get them to see it from a different angle um because that's where I just feel I can make the most change. so uh, yeah, it's a personal mission of mine. it's something that I enjoy doing in and, uh, and going in and relating it to them in, at some level.
0: yeah, and uh, you know there's there's a lot of work to be done in the the messaging space of you know how you can deliver it um and especially you know removing some of those those stigmas around what it means, what meditation is. Uh, I think it means something to different to everybody. Would I be right mm. in saying that it's kind of different for everyone and that,
1: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a very universal practice. Uh, but what often only gets pushed out there in the media and and so forth is just that very much uh mindfulness sort of almost softer woo-woo type of it and that resonates with some people right which is which is great but it's so much more than that it's a really malleable exercise that can be used for so many different things and you can really make it your own so um that's what i I try to encourage and talk a lot about Mm -hmm. and how you can kind of make it your own and the different styles and it's very similar to kind of like fitness you know there's You might go and try a particular workout and you go yeah that's not for me right but then does that stop you training no like you probably will go and try something else and then you go ah okay yeah that felt good that resonates with me i like that vibe that trainer and felt good afterwards meditation is quite similar but it's very universal uh so really opening up the different styles and techniques to people um i think is really really important and i I try to do that
0: So, I mean, how can you – you've obviously got this vision of reaching as many people as possible, Uh, those who, you know, might see meditation or have a different view on it and how you can re-educate and and potentially work uh, and provide them with a meditation tool. So, you know, it obviously makes sense for you to to then start being um, in the, let's say, app space. So working on an app, looking to, you know, that will really – increase the the amount of of lives you can impact yeah how is that yeah 100 from starting
1: yeah you hit the nail on the head there that's the the whole reason why uh i've ventured down the app space is just really to be able to reach more people and make it more scalable and um it's been a journey (laughs) like i'm i'm not a techie person so you know it's a, it's a very common story when you know the, there's so many wonderful benefits obviously of reaching scale and reaching a lot of people through technology but there's also all of the <laughs> the downsides around uh you know just that dealing with tech time money uh it's it's never ending so yeah it's it's certainly been a journey but you know I'm happy to say that we're at the point here now of of launching the app so we've got approval from the app stores it's uh, it's very close so really 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 excited to get it out there and as i said the i think we found a gap in in the space of what's being offered and yeah i'm really really excited to see how it goes
0: yeah so um like what without obviously giving away everything what what can we expect from the app
1: mm. well the hero of the app is the live stream classes so I think that's what's really missing in this space, because what I what I found, just through my own through my own research, and uh, that the med- meditation apps that are out there are really great. They're they're awesome, and there's some good ones. But what I, what I found is that there's a fairly sharp drop off as far as that. I think their retentions no nowhere near as what it could be, and the reason why is that with something like meditation. I think you do need, particularly if you're new to it, like a little bit more support, a bit more guidance, uh, a community uh, around you to kind of help you on that journey because there are a lot of misconceptions out there, um, how you approach it, the different styles. Mm-hmm. So having someone there to guide you through and that you can have, ask a question if you want, I think there's a lot of value in that with when it comes to meditation. So, yeah, the hero is like the, the live stream classes and you can book it. It's just like booking a class if you were to go to a gym. So you just go on there and you schedule it in, calendar invites, push notifications. And then at that time, bang, there's a teacher, whether it's myself or, or one of the other guides that are, are there. Hi, Chris, how you doing? Bit of an engagement. And then we take you through an actual session. So that's the hero of it. And then supporting around that, it's really making it as easy and integrated as possible into people's everyday lives. So we have another section of the app, which is what we call the Daily Five Alive. And these are three quick mindfulness meditation exercises under five minutes that you can do each day. And that gets refreshed and renewed every day. So something real easy in for that people can do in between their classes. Um, and then the last part which we want to emphasize of it is the community element to it. So there's a whole other section which we call the good vibes only war. And that's really just like a kind of similar to a Facebook group where you can comment, you can go on there, you can share some good vibes, you can just go and read and check in with each other and how everyone's doing. So they're the three elements that we feel is going to separate us from what's being offered out there currently. And yeah, we'll see how it goes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's exciting. I think having one live stream and two breaking down, you know, essentially with an app or anything within the digital space, it is quite, it's just you, yourself and your device. Um, so bringing that community aspect in, I think is, is really exciting um and i'm kind of keen to kind of see how that that unfolds and how people get on board because at the end of the day it's the the users and the community it's their buy-in that's really going to um to make it successful um so i feel like you know it's got all of the makings there of something that could be really useful it might even get me into meditation who knows (laughs) yeah yeah
1: well mate uh I'll I'll fling it your way as soon as it's live and would love your feedback on it because I think you're someone who's like a really perfect example of who we're really trying to reach. Someone who kind of might be interested in it uh, but hasn't necessarily had a go yet or have heard certain things about it and um, they're they're the type of people that we really want to engage with and say, yeah, there's lots of different elements, not just meditation but mindfulness which you can do in your everyday which can help you be a better person. Mm.
0: Yeah, look, I am probably the perfect target for that, um, and just looking at how yeah it, it is, it's something that um, I am fully aware of the benefits. I'm fully aware of of uh, how it works for for a lot of individuals, um, and it's literally just that first step of of doing it um, and starting and, and understanding it because, again, I think it's the the unknown parts. Um, and when it's something that, uh, quiet or when you've got a really busy brain meditation can seem really quite confronting. Yeah. Um, So I'm, I'm really kind of keen to, to see if that can change my, my viewpoint on that. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: making more of a focus or what we've tried to do is, is cause as you touched on, everybody knows the benefits of meditation that gets flogged a lot. It's like all out there it's all the research is there it's how good is it for you and everyone's like yeah yeah it's great but when it actually comes down to like the process of how to do it or overcoming the usual challenges that people face when particularly when they start it there's not a lot out there that helps people with that um and normalizing it and making it their own so as i touched on before that's what we've really tried to emphasize and to make it easier uh for to get started, to enjoy it, and to stick with it.
0: Mm. Yeah, well, mate. Look, I'm super keen to to get my hands on it and try it, and and see if you can change my mind on the whole uh, meditation, mindfulness space. Obviously, I feel like there's a huge benefit there, so I'll um yeah, I'm up for giving it a crack.
1: Awesome, mate. You can be okay. our, our first member.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you can be the guinea pig. Yeah. Yeah. Test it all on me. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> um, look, thanks, thanks so much for for spending some time with me this morning. Um, really appreciate it and look forward to, to hearing more about the launch.
1: Yeah. Thanks, Chris. Appreciate it too. Thanks. Thanks.